नारायणं नमस्कृत्य
Vadanti. They said authoritatively. Vishwam. The entire material creation. Kavayaha. Great learned sages. Sma. Certainly. Nashwaram. Perishable. Pashyanti. They see in trance. Cha. Also. Adhyatma Vidaha. Who have realized spiritual knowledge. Vipaschita. Very learned scholars. Tatha Api. Still. Mohyanti. Become illusioned. Tava. Your. Aja. O unborn one. Mayaya. By the illusory energy. Suvismitam. Most wonderful. Krityam. Activity. Ajam. Unto the supreme unborn one. Natas Asmi. I offer my obeisances. Tam. Unto him. Translation and purport by his divine grace, Srila Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada ki. Translation. O unborn one, learned Vedic scholars who are advanced in spiritual knowledge certainly know that this material world is perishable, as do other logicians and philosophers. In trance, they realize the factual position of his world and they preach the truth as well. Yet, even they are sometimes bewildered by your illusory energy. This is your own wonderful pastime. Therefore, I can understand that your illusory energy is very wonderful and I offer my respectful obeisances unto you. Purport Not only does the illusory energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead act on the conditioned soul within this material world, but sometimes it also acts on the most advanced learned scholars who factually know the constitutional position of this material world through realization. As soon as someone thinks, I am this material body, aham mameti, and everything in relationship with the material body is mine, he is an illusion, moha. This illusion caused by the material energy acts especially on the conditioned souls, but it sometimes also acts on liberated souls as well. A liberated soul is a person who has sufficient knowledge of this material world and is therefore unattached to the bodily conception of life. But, because of association with the modes of material nature for a very long time, even liberated souls sometimes become captivated by the illusory energy due to the inattentiveness in the transcendental position. Therefore, Lord Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita 7.14, Mamevaye prapadyante mayametam tarantite. Only those who surrender unto me can overcome the influence of the material energy. Therefore, no one should think of himself as a liberated person immune to the influence of Maya. Everyone should very cautiously execute devotional service by rigidly following the regulative principles. Thus, he will remain fixed at the lotus feet of the Lord. Otherwise, a little inattention will create havoc. We have already seen an example of this in the case of Maharaja Bharata. Maharaja Bharata was undoubtedly a great devotee. But because he turned his attention slightly towards a small deer, he had to suffer two more births, one as a deer and another one as a brahmana, Jada Bharata. Afterward, he was liberated and went back home, back to Godhead. 
the lord is always prepared to excuse his devotee but if a devotee takes advantage of the lord's leniency and purposefully commits mistakes again and again the lord will certainly punish him <clears throat> by letting him fall down into the clutches of illusory energy in other words theoretical knowledge acquired by studying the vedas is insufficient to protect one from the clutches of maya one must strongly adhere to the lotus feet of the lord in devotional service then one's position is secure om agnana timirandhasya gyananjana shalakhaya chakshurun militam yena tasmay shri gurave namaha श्री चैतन्य मनोभीष्टम स्थापितम येन भूतले स्वयं रूपकदामह्यम ददाति स्वपदांतिकम वंदेहम श्री गुरो श्री उता परकमलम श्री गुरो वैष्णवांश्च श्री रूपम सागृजातम सहगण रघुनाथन्वितजीवैतम सवधूत परिजना सहित कृष्णचैतन्या सहगणलिता श्रीविशाखाता हे कृष्णकुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी ऋषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिये वाचाकुभ्यृपासीधुभ्य पतिता पावने वैष्णवेद्यो नमो नम जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभो निद्वैतागदाधरा श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे योत प्रवेश मम वाचम इमा प्रसुक्ता संजीवयतखिलशक्तिधर स्वधाश्रवणगादी प्राणान्नमो भगवते पुरुषाय तुभ्यम हरे कृष्णा सो वी रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम नाउ दिस चैप्टर 18 इज इज ऑफ द इलाव्रत वर्ष वेयर द किंग एंड द एंड द जम्बूद्वीप एंड भद्राश्व भद्राश्व वर्ष एंड भद्राश्व वर्ष एंड दे आर दे आर सॉरी इट इज भद्राश्व 
yeah and they were offering their prayers to the supreme lord and they all worship uh, a special incarnation of the lord called as hayagriva and um, this this incarnation of this form of the lord is uh, very very dear to one of the great saints in the madhva sampradaya called vadiraja tirtha also and um, he used to he used to actually take darshan of the lord in this form every day and he used to make a special preparation with chana dal for him and that sweet also is called as hayagriva it's a special preparation um, it's made with jaggery and chana dal because they feed chana dal to the horses so the haya haya griva haya is uh, the 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 face the horse face haya griva means one who is horse face from the top he's got a human body from the bottom but only the top is a horse face haya uh, shirsha shirsha is a head and haya is the horse now when when the king is offering prayers like this we see in this verse that his uh, the king is offering vadanti vishvam kavayasma nashwaram here the illusory potency of the lord is glorified the king is actually appreciating or glorifying the illusory potency of the lord and he is also saying sometimes we know that that bewilders a conditioned souls but sometimes this illusory energy bewilders even the vipastita vipastita means learned scholars or atma vidho one who is learned they also get bewildered from this illusory energy uh, called tava aja maya you are the unborn one and you are maya uh, is very bewildering now one may think why is it even necessary to study maya because why should we just study krishna why we have to study even maya because maya is an illusory potency of the lord now we see in the ishopanishad also it is said one has to study the sat and the asat both it is very important to know your enemy also in one sense but maya is not an enemy in one sense but we have to know both sides of the coin because if you do not know how the enemy is and where from where he can attack you can't safeguard yourself so therefore it is important to know the enemy and at the same time know the dheya or the goal or the uh, abhideya of the of the of devotional service or the purpose of knowing krishna now another aspect to know krishna also is knowing krishna is not very easy right they say krishna is transcendent now how many of us has know exactly what is transcendent at least for myself what is transcendent have you even seen something transcendent have you even experienced something called as transcendent is a nice word actually transcendent that which is beyond this material okay it's all in the words but do we know what that is what is what do we mean by transcendental what do we mean that which is eternal what is eternal have we experienced something called as eternity in this in our in our mundane experience so when we go on questioning like this uh, we have when we go on analyzing like this we come to know that that every living entity at least has an experience of something called as transcendental for example there is absolutely no living entity in this creation who doesn't want to die they all want to live so that means their desire to remain alive is transcendent is eternal everybody wants to live nobody no not uh, even a person who is 99.99 years old even he wants to live because he's few more years you know let me push a little bit more so like this everybody wants to live so therefore from inference at least we can know that there is something called as transcendent there is a desire which is beyond our normal experience 
Everybody has to die, but everybody has this desire that I don't want to die. So where is this desire coming from? So by inference we can know that uh, this there is something called as transcendent, there is something called as permanency, which nobody wants to get diseased, nobody wants to die and nobody wants to become old. So there, these desires are coming because they are, we are all transcendently mansan. So there are, they are nitya, they are not anitya. Although uh, disease, old age and uh, death, we know we don't want it, but some, we, the birth is one thing which we don't, we don't realize because birth is pushed to us and we come out. It's only after birth we realize that we don't want the other three things. But Shastras also say, actually you should also not desire for birth. So otherwise we will never know. Because the whole root cause of all of these problems that is imposed upon us is because of the janma, the birth. So that is why it becomes very important to know uh, why are we experiencing impermanence and why is it forced upon us Although we desire permanence and what is that that forces upon us these things? So we have to come to this question or analysis that why is that we have to, uh, we are summons, what is this that is forcing us through this experience? Hence the scriptures and the sages and Bhagavata mentions uh, many places about Maya. So this Maya also is a very nice term. Uh, Maya Devi uh, is, uh, we see in Rigveda. So Maya is, uh, this term Maya is referred in many Shastras, Bhagavatam, the Puranas refer it, the Upanishads, the Vedas uh, refer this term Maya and the Shrejas also refer it many places, even the Yoga Sutras refer this also. In the Rig Veda itself, there are more than 100 depictions of the word Maya and many times Maya means different things. So it doesn't just mean the illusory potency of the Lord. So Maya has many other meanings also. Upanishads also talk about Maya. So, before even we go in understanding Maya, we have to understand that what is Jiva's predicament in this material world. We all know that uh, Jiva has an inert desire to enjoy. Anandamaya Abhyasat. So, by, by our natural position is to enjoy. Hmm? And we, when we come to this material world, we desire to enjoy. We desire to enjoy like the Supreme Lord. We want to enjoy like Him. Hmm? Uh, because He is also Anandamaya Abhyasat. But what happens is, uh, we will we'll always see two people. One, one per, certain people will come here and they continue the pursuit of, pursuit of their enjoyment. They'll continue to enjoy, but they will never get satiated. They'll say, I got bored of this, let me go somewhere else and enjoy. Like um, yes, uh, yesterday morning, I know a few of my colleagues are already crossed the border. They've gone towards the desert to camp in a desert because they knew the lockdown was coming in. So they thought, let me get out of this situation. So they are, they are uh, it's called as, I don't know what the desert is called as, it's called as the Great Desert. It's, it's uh, crossing the border of Adelaide. So someone's going and tenting up there. So they know they wanted to escape being at the lockdown. So they want to enjoy a little bit of pleasure somewhere. Now they are going to the desert to get some pleasure. I don't know, only camels can get some pleasure in the desert. Humans, I don't know how they can get pleasure, but they want to try it out. Let's try it out, mate, they say in Australia. So, Jeevas want to enjoy, they want to suck pleasure from somewhere and try to get, maybe I'll be happy here, maybe I'll go to the desert and suck the cactus and be happy, maybe I'll go into this ocean and be happy there. So, continuously the Jeeva desires to extract happiness from, from this uh, material world. But what exactly happens is, the moment the Jeeva comes here, insatiation also comes with it. Nobody is satiated. Hmm? Um, and, and this cyclic nature continues on and on and on for many, many births. 
as Adi Shankaracharya put, Punarapi Jananam, Punarapi Maranam, Punarapi Janani Chathare Shayanam. Iha samsare bahudustare, kripaya pare pahi murare. This material world is bahudustare. It's very difficult. Get me out of here. Now, first of all, for someone to come and pray like this, they have to realize that they are in trouble, that this is a bad place. So, majority of the jivas do not realize that this is a bad place. They continue to pursue. So, at least we have to come to the perspective that this is not a good place to stay. This is not where I belong. Uh, so, that is, why, that is why we have to refer the Shastras. We were uh, in some preaching program a few uh, months ago and this person was telling me, I think in Hindi, which means you guys are too much entangled in Shastras. I said, what makes you think that? He said, why do you say this place is bad? This place is beautiful. What is so bad about this place? I said, uh, what is so beautiful about this place? Everything is beautiful. The nature is beautiful. I am beautiful. You are beautiful. Everybody is beautiful. Um, then I said, uh, then you don't have prashadam. Wait for a few more days and let us see if this beauty remains. You know, when you get hungry and when you don't eat the food and especially when you see the food, stay hungry, then you will see how beautiful this world is. Then when hunger is there and we don't, when you can't eat, then you will start cursing that this world is really not beautiful. When everything is hunky-dory, then it's very natural for us to say, everything is nice. Bahut hai. So, um, so, therefore, there is concoction like this going everywhere. And uh, this is called illusion. Uh, or Maya, Prabhupada translates Maya uh, as that which is not. When we say illusion, it doesn't mean ma- Maya is false. Maya is true, but it is false in the sense that its experience is false. In the sense that it is always fleeting, it is always anitya, a shashvatam. So therefore it is very important to understand from the mouth of the Acharyas. Therefore, that's why it's very important to understand the Acharyas. So this person, he said, I asked him, have you read the Bhagavad Gita? Nahi, Krishna ke hi bhakti hai. I am also a devotee of Krishna only. Oh, very nice. Have you read the Bhagavad Gita? I don't have to read Bhagavad Gita. I know him. He said, how do you know him? How do you know anyone without reading or knowing about him? You have to know. I do yoga and I know him. I call him nature. I call him eternity. But why don't you call him Krishna? It's the same. I said, if it's the same, then call him Krishna. No, it is the same. So he didn't want to call him Krishna. He didn't want to read Bhagavad Gita. But he says he's a devotee of Krishna. So these type of illusions consider. So I, I said, so I prayed to him. So for my sake, at least read the book. At least not for your sake. It's very difficult to convince people because even the so-called yoga practitioners, it's very difficult of how these Maya acts. Uh, they are, uh, they, they, uh, Maya Devi is very interesting. Her mechanisms is very important to understand how she works in this material world. This, uh, this word Maya, when the, when the Jiva comes into this material world, the scriptures say this material world is called as, with so many names, it is called as uh, Bhava Sagara, it is called as Bhava Kupa. Bhava means this material, material world, Kupa means a d- deep dark well. Kupa is well. Or uh, samsara sagara, it's called. We sing in the morning. Samsara dava nalalidhaloka tranaya karunya ghana ghana Samsara dava nala. It's like a blazing forest fire, they say. 
first of all we haven't seen what's a forest fire we had the opportunity to experience it in australia a few years back it's very painful it's a very burning existence and the jeevas run out of this existence so many jeevas were burnt burnt alive in this forest fire so hence the scriptures time and again says this material world is not a good place to stay it is we don't belong here why because it is natural in the experience of jeeva that this is dukhalayam ashashvatam krishna repeatedly says this is dukhalayam this is where alayam dukha alayam means it's a place of misery and it is impermanent ashashvatam so maya uh, this this uh, term maya is uh, is actually imposing upon a world for us which is which is unnatural for this living entity so scriptures time and again define this in so many places that is why it is very important to understand what is this maya what is what is this illusory potency of the lord and how does it influence the jeevas everywhere um that is why uh, prabhupada also describes that maya maya means the moment the jeeva has a desire to enjoy separately from krishna the moment he maya jhapati agri maya envelops him the moment i want to uh, enjoy away from krishna in the third canto also vidura says uh, krishna vimukhasya daivad um, krishnasya vimukhasya daivad when we become vimukhasya to krishna vimukhasya daivad sudukkitasya they go into deep misery because they turn their faces away from krishna uh, this is confirmed by chaitanya mahaprabhu also in the chaitanya charitamrita it is said that maya jhapatiya dhari for them who is away from krishna who has turned their faces away from krishna so when we study the scripture the sages go and define maya in many many different ways in fact madhvacharya himself has given uh, in the bhagavata himself uh, madhvacharya explains maya as 27 to 30 different definitions of maya this term maya uh, in uh, in the madhva sampradaya there is a song which which a famous poet called kanakadasa has compiled he says nimaye yolago ninnolu mayeyo nee deha tolago ninnolu dehavo it means that he selling krishna is maya inside you or are you inside maya or are you inside this deha or this deha is inside you i'm completely bewildered i don't understand who are you krishna now this this is the same predicament which we see see in the bhagavata when krishna was eating mud yashodamaya asked him to open his mouth when krishna opened his mouth and little krishna opened his mouth yashodama for a moment it, she is actually seeing trying to see mud inside krishna so krishna has eaten mud now when she when he opened his mouth he could she could see the entire outer cosmos inside krishna's mouth now this is the same predicament of yashodama yashodama is thinking is the whole brahmanda inside krishna or are am i and krishna inside this creation in this cosmos so this was a bewilderment so who is who are you krishna are you my son i can see the entire cosmos inside your mouth i can see myself inside you and i can see you a little krishna that i am seeing you inside inside your mouth so she she was totally bewildered for a while so it is it is quite interesting 
so therefore maya is defined with so many different terminologies maya also means ichha or the desire desire of the lord also and desire of the jiva uh, maya krishna says i want to create he wills that i want to create this entire creation and uh, because he desires this entire creation is created pradhana mahatatva and the three modes of material nature obey the order of the lord and then create but at the same time the same maya also is the desire of the jiva the jiva wants to enjoy in this material world he is pushed under the garb of maya so maya means so many different things so it's the ichha of the jiva it is the ichha of the lord maya also means the swarupa of the lord the swarupa shakti the antaranga shakti the innate potency of the lord it's also called as maya for example we see krishna says ajopi san avyayatma bhutanam ishwaropi san sambhavami atma maya prakritim swam adhishthaya sambhavami atma maya krishna says i appear millennium after millennium ajopi san aj api san i am unborn yet i appear how do i appear i appear because of my yoga maya because of my internal potency i appear so there is maya also means the antaranga shakti of the lord and again maya means so many different things maya means kripa maya means dambha or deceit maya means intelligence uh, maya means egos uh, we saw in the uh, in the in the song that adi shankaracharya wrote you know iti samsas iha samsare bahu dustare kripaya pare pahi murare now come and remove pahi murare krishna's name is called murari because he killed the mura demon but mura also means ego we all remember something we eat which is also called as mura it's called puffed rice the rice is puffed because it's got lot of ego so krishna comes and kills the murari murari so mura means ego also so one who destroys our false ego is called murari mura ari once who removes our false ego is also called murari so uh, maya also means uh, maya also means deceit or dambha or or pride so it brings us pride it brings us deceit and maya also means intelligence it's because uh, because of yoga maya only we can know krishna and how do we know krishna to know krishna we need the influence of yoga maya without the because bhakti is not an aspect of any other energy bhakti is a is a pure existence in antaranga shakti of the lord bhakti means Uh, it is a realm of antaranga shakti so if you have to know krishna we have to execute the process of bhakti therefore bhakti the process itself is transcendental so therefore in that sense maya also means intelligence which reveals us krishna so so maya has so many different connotations and krishna also says i am not manifest to those who are unintelligent naham prakasha sarvasya yogamaya samavrata mudho nam mudhoyam abhijanaati nabhijanaati lokomam ajam avyayam i am not manifest to such mudhas who uh, and i cover them with yogamaya yogamaya samavrata i cover them so therefore i am not manifest to them so when we go and understand when we try to understand this maya a little deeper we all know that there are two mayas what are they yoga maya and maha maya right this material world is said to be the reflection of the spiritual world so uh, when there is sun sun has two other aspects of sun what is that sun has a reflection sun creates reflection and sun also creates a absence of sun also creates darkness so there are two things darkness and shadow darkness and reflection so there are two aspects of the sun 
both are non existence without the sun so sun because sun exists darkness doesn't exist so they are interrelated in the same way a reflection exists because sun exists there is sun therefore there is reflection if i turn towards the sun i cannot see my reflection if i turn away from the sun i can see my reflection so therefore maya has this two potencies one is yoga maya and one is maha maya the maha maya is a, a reflection of the yoga maya therefore this material world's reality is called yoga maya, maha maya now this maha maya again we know about yoga maya it's antaranga potency and we have the three shaktis yoga maya is uh, a repository of three shaktis which is confirmed in the in the vishnu purana alhadini sandhini samvit tvai eka sarva samasthitau ahlada tapakari mishra tvai no guna vardhite now the three potencies we know, we know we have read which is another subject matter alhadini samvit and sandhini shakti which is which governs the spiritual world predominantly this uh, sandhini shakti of the supreme lord also creates the material world which is the one fourth manifestation of the material world because it's dharana shakti which with which the material world is created which is a sandhini shakti sandhini shakti is one of the uh, it creates it 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 holds now keeping yoga maya aside for a moment coming to mahamaya mahamaya also has two classifications what are they yeah broadly they are classified as jiva maya and guna maya guna maya we know daihi esha guna mai mama maya duratte maamevaye prapadyante mayametam tarante that maya is called guna mai guna mai also is the consort of the lord it is pradhana so when the lord desires so when a husband desires the wife cooks in the same way when the lord desires pradhana starts manifesting so pradhana mahatvatva and three modes of material nature in their very orchestration mishra you see ahlada tapakari mishra so when the when the mishra when the mixing of the modes happens this material world starts manifesting from the tamas ahankara we see from tamas ahankara comes the three modes and how each of the senses the mind the intelligence the devatas and all of this is created this is all explained in the second and the third canto in very detail now what is jiva maya then this jiva maya the moment the jiva thinks i want to forget krishna i want to i am the center of this existence the moment i think i want to enjoy away from krishna krishna throws something called as avarnatmika it's called as covering potency krishna prabhupad calls this as the covering potency of the lord it covers it's almost like a dark blanket put on us you know there is so much light somebody puts a very thick blanket on top of us um, we become covered covered from what covered from our original constitutional position you know when uh, in your backyard i don't know if you have grown a lawn in the backyard if you don't grow a proper lawn weeds grow all the time so for weeds should not grow we put a thick black blanket plastic blanket so that we cover the land with a black blanket so that there is no sunshine that can percolate inside to the soil so in the same way avarnatmika shakti the moment the jiva desires because the jiva has this free will I, whether i want to become antarmukha or bahirmukha the moment i want to become bahirmukha immediately he is covered by this avarna avarna means one which is covered avarnatmika potency the moment i think i want to rem- forget krishna krishna vimukhasya daiva the moment i become viparita mukha away from krishna the energy envelops me avarnatmika shakti and then what happens what is the purpose i wanted to go away from krishna i wanted to enjoy like right krishna but i cannot enjoy like krishna therefore i am pushed into this material world so i have to enjoy the material objects 
but i actually my constitutional position doesn't allow me to enjoy the material objects because i'm spirit by nature i'm transcendental by nature so therefore how can i en- enjoy this jada vastu which is the inferior potency of the lord so to allow me to enjoy matter krishna throws another potency which is called as prakshepaatmika shakti prakshep prakshepa atmika prakshepa means that which is mistaken so i will mistake that this matter can give me pleasure because i have forgotten krishna he covers me and then this is called as throwing potency i have uh, it this potency throws me into this material world and i i will have a feeling that i can enjoy matter so this is called jiva maya then we come to uh, the guna maya no guna maya we know how the three modes interact with each other how these three modes influence our everything our speech our uh, our sense of touch all our matra matra sparshastu kaunteya shita ushna sukha dukkada everything that we do is colored by maya this guna maya has a unique uh, uh, feature one is she fulfills the desires of the lord and at the same time she fulfills the desires of the jiva also now what desires are there these desires are to enjoy the material nature if a jiva in the form of a pig wants to enjoy fresh morning stool the mahamaya will say please go ahead we see in barsana when we have to climb the the hill to see radha rani we see lot of pigs in the in the gutter and they are very happy they are blissful one sleeping on the other and they are also in trance so why and this is because of the gunamai uh, to say okay you want less pleasure okay take it so the mahamaya envelops the jiva with this guna and because it is mode of ignorance the jiva thinks and the moment you give a banana dipped in honey the pig say very bad i don't want it i am happy with my fresh ms so like that bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur says this this is due to the condition and such such gunamai conditions the jiva to derive pleasure out of his desires bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur explains a story where there was a beggar outside the temple and he was he had not eaten for many days and he was so hungry so hungry that uh, he went into the temple and started hugging a pillar because he, you know when you press the belly little bit when you are hungry you tend to press the belly because there is a lot of gas inside so you, you press the belly so that the gas can escape so he started hugging the pillar and he, he felt some relief oh my stomach pain is going away and then he was cursing oh i have not eaten from so many days and he was hugging the pillar and just then when mataji was going away after offering bhoga so she was carrying some puff rice with her, with her. so then he asked her asked him would you like to have some puff rice you seemed very hungry but this guy had hugged the pillar now his pain his his, his pain is been alleviating because of the hugging of the pillar he says yes yes i want to eat please please give me something then she said yeah take it no 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 i can't leave the pillar i can't leave the pillar it's it's very painful so then she said how can i give you you have to eat if you eat your pain will go no 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 i can't leave the pillar so you you give me the you give me the puff rice here in my hands but how will you eat because your pillar is in between no no you give me i try to manage so he takes it and he spills it all out so jeeva's condition is like that that even though that puff rice or that prashadam can alleviate his hunger he is happy with the alleviation that the pillar is giving him so in the same way the jeevas are so enveloped in the situation that i'm getting so much happiness here i'm happy here this happened to indra also indra was here uh, indra was cursed to become a ho- hog in this material world and when brahma came back to take him back indra said look look at my wife look at my little children brahma ji how can i leave them and come 
I am Mr. Pig and this is Mrs. Pig. Mr. and Mrs. Pig and have some piglets. I can't come. I'm happy here. So the jiva based on the conditioning gets enveloped by this Mahamaya. This is called Gunamaya. Um, there's another story where Bhakti Siddhan Saraswati Thakur uh, was in a place called Rangun. This is near Burma. Uh, in Rangun, uh, he and his disciples were cooking fresh, fresh bhoga for the Lord with, uh, with very fragrant ghee. The in and out of villages nearby came and complained. They complained that we can't withstand the perfume or the fragrance of ghee. Why are you cooking with such obnoxious oil? We cook with some other oil and that oil is, they rot the rotting flesh of animals and then the fat that is accumulated, they eat that and that is very fragrant for them because they are conditioned to think like this. Uh, they couldn't tolerate the fragrant ghee, they, whereas they were accustomed or conditioned for that obnoxious smell of rotting flesh. So, uh, the Gunamai conditions Jiva like this. So, this is uh, the two Shaktis of the Lord and how the Gunamai influences. Krishna says that Mamamaya Duratyaya Daivihi Eshi Gunamai Mamamaya Duratyaya Duratyaya means it is very it is actually impossible to overcome this uh, influence of Gunas. It is actually impossible. So, uh, the only, only way to Overcome this is Maam Evaye Prapadyante. Only by surrendering unto me one can overcome this uh, strong foothold of Gunamai. Um, it is a, otherwise it is impossible to overcome. Uh, in the Yoga Vashishtha, also there is a very beautiful example of how a person is chased by a tiger. I know you've all heard the story. Yeah? He chased by a tiger and then suddenly he falls into a well. When he falls into a well, he holds on to a root of a tree uh, and then he is hanging there and the lion is, or the tiger is looking from the top to eat him. So he's so afraid, then he thinks, let me go down to the bottom of the well so that I'll be saved from this tiger. So then he starts descending and then he looks down and he sees a big python there at the bottom of the well. So now he's stuck, he can't go up, he can't go down. And then just then, when he's thinking, at least I'm safe in between, I'll wait until the tiger goes away, then he sees on the top that there is a white and a black rat, which is chewing on the root quickly, very quickly, the root is being cut. So he says, oh my God! And he's feeling, oh, very quickly the root is being cut and I'll either fall down or I have to get out of this well, right? So, this is exactly the predicament of a jiva. The white and the black rat is basically the day and night. Uh, the day and night is Udyan Asthan. Every sunrise and sunset, one day is being reduced. We are going closer and closer to death. We don't realize that. The tiger at the top is basically uh, death waiting to devour and the python at the bottom is actually the Kalasar, the time which is slowly reducing my lifespan. Uh, right at that moment, on the same tree, there was a honey, the beehive, um, honey beehive and then... Uh, Due to some reason, the honey was dripping down and it fell on this guy's face and he started licking it. He said, at least in this horrendous situation, let me take some pleasure of the honey. Ah, it's so nice. And he's taking that much pleasure. Let me eat some honey. So this is the predicament of the jiva that despite he's in such precarious condition, he's trying to juice or extract punah punah charvita charvanana. He's trying to extract some rasa out of this material world. So time and again, uh, Shastras say this, and Prabhupada says this in the Bhagavad Gita, in, in this purport, there's mamevaye prapadyante mayametam taratite. But what is very interesting 
in this um, verse is the king is saying even liberated souls fall down sometimes how is that we see time and again in the scriptures it is explained that this maya is so strong uh, we saw in the second canto just before the visarga just before brahma ji was supposed to start the creation brahma ji says please save me from mode of passion he says please save me because he is aware of the maya potency of god please save me and yet we see in the 10th canto brahma was bewildered brahma vimohan lila because he wanted to test krishna so he started testing krishna so brahma gets bewildered brahma gets bewildered by vaat also so why is that these exalted personalities also get bewildered propat says that there is a difference the difference is when the conditioned souls get bewildered from maya they become krishna vimukhasya daiva they become uh, separate from krishna they become averse to krishna but when the liberated souls uh, deter or become influenced by maya their appreciation of krishna and krishna's multifarious energies increase multifold so their bewilderment take them closer to krishna the conditioned souls bewilderment take them away from krishna in this there is a beautiful story uh, between vedavyasa and jaimini rishi vedavyasa exactly is dictating a very similar verse there so he is dictating that even great philosophers will get bewildered jaimini rishi is trying to note down in his notes in his classroom he is sitting in a classroom because jaimini is a propounder of mimamsa sutras mimamsa uh, is a philosophy the, among the shaddarshanas in the uh, sanatana dharma shiksha jaimini says i got a question sir prabhuji and vedavyasa says what is that you said that liberated souls know krishna very nicely they are dedicated to krishna but you are lying that you have explained now i can't understand you are saying even they can get bewildered from maya how can i how do you want me to write this i can't write it i have not understood how this can happen because we know maya we know the potency of krishna we know how she can bewilder us and we are dedicated to krishna yet you are saying they fall down i don't believe it daimani says then vedavyasa smiles he says okay you don't make a note of it now we'll talk about it tomorrow let's discuss about it tomorrow. so the day finishes jaimini goes back to his ashram that night what happens there is a big thunderstorm when there is a thunderstorm uh, jaimini is uh, doing his uh, evening activities of oblations and everything and then he hears a woman scream loudly he hears a, a loud screaming he says help help then he opens his kutir's window and he sees there is lightning happening and in that lightning he sees a beautiful woman standing outside and in that lightning he sees the beauty of the woman but his uh, sage's mentality is still intact he says oh, who is that he shouts and the women say i don't know where to go i am stuck in this thunderstorm can you please save me um, i might get killed from this lightning jaimini says okay you can come in my ashram and rest for for tonight i'll give you uh, ashram or shelter so he opens the door and she comes in and he says you go into that room and lock yourself in you should make sure that you lock yourself lock and do not open the door at any cost even if jaimini comes and knocks on the door don't open it he says he tells her even if i come and knock on the door you should not open now go and lock yourself inside tomorrow morning you can go out when the when the storm is receded so the woman agrees she goes and she locks the door and midnight has passed jaimini is about to sleep when he's sleeping he can't sleep he's he's flipping his turn from here and there why because 
that scene of lightning and seeing the beauty of the woman in that lightning is coming back to his head. And he's saying, what if if I settle down, get married? I, after all, I'm living alone. Veda Vyasa also is married. I am not married. I also better get married. Probably this is the divine arrangement of the Lord. So he goes, he gets up. He gets up and knocks. He knocks on the door of this woman. He says, excuse me, can you come out? She says, no, 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 I cannot open the door. He says, what? I was the one who gave you shelter. Come on, open the door. I want to talk to you. She says, no, 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 I cannot open the door. I have been instructed not to open the door. Jaimini says, no, it is me who has given you shelter. I am Jaimini. Open the door. She says, Jaimini has told me that even Jaimini comes and knocks on the door, I should not open the door. So then he says, no, 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 you have to. So he argues there is a verbal battle. And he says, I guarantee you that um, there is something very important I have to talk to you. So you please come out, you need to talk. So the lady then agrees, she opens the door. Then he says, look, I am a great sage, I need to get married. And I have said that you are the only eligible uh, woman that I have to get married to. Uh, so let us get married, she says. Then the woman says, uh, I would be very fortunate if uh, I get married to you. You are such a great elevated sage, but I have a vow. What is the vow? My vow is, I will only marry the person who carries me on his back all the way to the Durga temple which is across the hill and then there in the Durga temple I will marry you. Jaimini says, ah, that's okay, that's not a problem. I am a great sage, I can. So I have to become a donkey. He has to crawl on his four legs and make her sit on his back and walk to two kilometers to the Durga temple and then she will agree to marry him. Jaimini says, okay. Now, this is the predicament of Jeevas. Jeeva, in pursuit of some desire, he is happy. Jaimini is such a great sage, a student of Veda Vyasa, Badarayana himself, Badarayana Rishi himself. He is happy to become and crawl like a donkey or a dog for a woman to get married, for one desire that he wanted to get married. He has forgotten his constitutional position that he is such a great sage. This is the same position of a Jeeva that we forget and we get enveloped in this samsara saga. Then the woman sits on his back and he says, although it is very painful to carry someone on a back for two kilometers, it is not just, you know, like a child. She, she was a grown-up lady and he was carrying and she was a fat lady also. She was fat as well. So it was difficult for him to carry and yet he was experiencing no pain, saying, this is easy. After all, I am going to get married. So his desire to get married is driving him to go through these pains. Just like a, a, a husband or a, or a male goes to work and he's saying, one day, you know, at the end of the month, I'll get that salary, that sweet money which is sweeter than honey. I work hard um, and I'll salive it while working hard day and night to please my boss. So Jaimini carried the woman and he reached the Durga temple. By then, uh, it was almost dawn, you know, it's almost in the morning. He could faintly see the woman dressed in white. The woman gets off his back and then he says, now I have carried you, I will marry. The, for a moment, he sees the woman has a beard. says, where did you have a beard? Then he notices and then by then the, the, the sun has a little arisen and he says, he's got a moustache also. You've got a moustache? You've got a beard and a moustache? Who is this? And then he, the sun, when he sees closer, it's actually his own guru, Vedavyasa standing there. <laughs> oh, Guru Maharaj, it's you. Yes. You stupid. So, now you understand that even great scholars can fall down. 
Yes, my Guru Maharaj, I understand. I am happy to make that notes now. So now, okay, now let us go back to the Ashram and Mahima. So such elevated jiva, so this was a lesson taught by Badarayana Rishi to uh, his disciple Jaimini that even great souls can fall down. So therefore, uh, in the Kevalashtakam, it is said that one has to be very ca- careful in this material world. In the Kevalashtakam, it is said that everything, Abhramma Stamba Pariyantam, from the Satya Loka to the Patala Loka, everything Sarvam Mayamayam Jagat, everything is made of Maya. So, to save from Maya, there is only one, one, only one, Kevalam. What is that? Harer Nam Kevalam. Harer Nam Eva Kevalam. So, there is only one way is to chant the holy names of the Lord. Um, so, therefore, time and again the Shastra says, Janasya Krishna Vimukhasya Daiva. To get out of this Vimukhasya mentality, uh, Prabhupada has established this preaching mission called as ISKCON. This is the desire of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. If you really see, as we spoke about the Gunamai Tattva, the mode of material nature, Prabhupada has established. How do we get out of the Gunamai Shakti? How do, how, how do we escape from the Gunas? Prabhupada has given us the four regulated principles. By following the four regulated principles, we are careful not to go back to mode of passion or mode of ignorance. How do we get out of the Avarnatika Shakti? How to remember Krishna always? Chanting and reading the Shastras. Bhutani Bhavya Anugrahena Charanti Nunam Bhutani Bhavyani Janardhanasya. The great sages like Srila Prabhupada wander around us in this universe and give us these his sublime books. By studying these books, we do not forget Krishna. We remember Krishna. By chanting his holy names, we remember Krishna. So by this divine arrangement, by attending the morning program in the temple, we try to remember Krishna. And all, all of this is uh, possible only by uh, meditating on our spiritual master, Guru, um, by, by serving the Guru. So therefore, therefore, I'll conclude that the only way to escape this influence of Maya, the Gunamaya Shakti, the, the Jiva Maya Shakti, and to enter into the sh- under the shelter of Yoga Maya. See, Jiva has to surrender unto one of the Mayas. Either he has to be under Mahamaya, or he has to be under yoga maya. To get into yoga maya, we have to start executing devotional service. The moment we execute devotional service, naturally Mahamaya's grip loosens. Therefore, I've always seen, some people say, uh, we see people say this, Prabhuji, I have seen the Mayavadis are so peaceful. They're always so peaceful. Hum we are all very shy. But we see sometimes devotees fighting, devotees creating rift amongst themselves, devotees sometimes screaming. So it is very bewildering for newcomers to see this. That is because Mahamaya tests the devotees. It is because she is testing the devotees that devotees get bewildered. This test doesn't happen to Mayavadis because they are already in mind. They don't have to be tested because they are already safe. 
Mahamaya tests the devotee because it is the devotee who is trying to get out of the clutches of Maya. Therefore, he is exhibited to test. Therefore, he gets bewildered. Therefore, you will see all these uh, rifts happening between devotees and therefore, you have to very quickly rectify it very quickly. Therefore, when somebody was asking me this question, why do we see that the devotees sometimes get angry, devotees sometimes get sad? That is because they are trying to escape Maya. For others, they are not trying to escape Maya. They are always already in Maya. So Mahamaya is not worried about them. She is worried especially those who are trying to escape the prison. Hence the tests are subjected to those Maya. Hence it is very important we take complete shelter of Bhakti potency or the Bhakti Shakti of the Lord. When we take Bhakti shelter, then naturally Mahamaya's potency's grip is loosened. Bhakti Pareshanu Bhavo Anyatra Chaisat Virakti Ranyatra when we go to bhakti, virakti and uh, virakti and parashanabho, paraishanabho means a direct experience of the Lord and virakti, that is detachment from matter, automatically happens when we do bhakti. Three, all the three happens, three ekakalaha. When we execute bhakti, detachment from material nature and direct perception of the Supreme Lord happens directly. It's quite interesting because. In uh, Hindi, it is called Pareshan. You got the word Pareshan? Pareshan, they say, is difficulty or entanglement. But actually, Tatte Rukampam Susamikshamanu. When difficulties come, it is Krishna who comes. Pareshan is derived from the word Paraisha Anubhava. Paraisha is what? Krishna. Pareshan means I am actually experiencing Krishna. So actually, Urdu also has the word Paraisha Anubhava. But Paraisha means Pareshan means actually direct perception of Krishna. And that is what Bhagavatam says, Tattenu Kampam Susamikshaman. You have come to me as difficulty. Uh, Kunti Devi also prays the same thing that uh, please give me difficulties all the time so that I can remember you. So Paraisha Anubhava can be, uh, the experience of Krishna can be felt directly by executing Bhakti under the shelter of Yoga Maya, which is the, the three potencies, which is Sandhini, Samvit, and uh, the Alhadini potency of the Lord. So I will stop here. Um, if there are any questions or comments, yes, Mataji. Thank you for the interesting class, nice class. Thank you. Um, now, just one comment and then I'll ask a question that about the word Parishan. Parishan. Um, also, this just one of the prerequisites to come to Bhakti as well. Yes. So it's actually good fortune. <laughs> yes, it is good fortune. It's like, um, yeah, that's the comment. And the question is, um, we have that verse in Chaitanya Chaitanya what is Kama and what is Prema. If you engage in satisfying Krishna's senses, that's Prema. And if we engage in satisfying our senses, that's Kama. Uh, my question is, is there an in between? For example, Kamamisha, when you cook for the Lord, but you want, you want to eat, you cook what you want. Yeah. So kind of... There is no in-between, there is just uh, fluctuation. There is just fluctuation. We, we fluctuate between Kama and Prema. There is no in-between. So even Karmamisha Bhakti, when we desire to offer something to the Lord that we want to eat, uh, it is still Mishra, but because we are offering it to the Lord, it gets purified. That is the very initial stages of Bhakti. Uh, but it is, Karma Mishra means you are doing Bhakti in the, in the sense of ritualistic offering to the Lord. Uh, so therefore, your uh, 
removed of the sins, but at the same time I have a desire to eat something. So there is still aham mameti principle governing that particular offering. Uh, so there is not shuddha bhakti in, in those terms, but it is still good because at least they are going to the supreme love. But there is no in-between situation. Uh, either I am self-obsessed or I am Krishna-obsessed. That uh, obsession of Maya Devi is still, it's my it's self-obsession only. It is aham mamiti. Because either I have to be Krishna conscious or I have to be self-conscious. So, for example, in more goodness, would that be... It is also self-conscious. If somebody is in mood of goodness, he is governed by the principle of happiness and uh, peace. Uh, it is nice for him. Some people start chanting and they, they, they say, this chanting is giving me so much peace of mind. But that's not the purpose of chanting in one sense. So, uh, mode of goodness also is another uh, governing principle for us. That, that mode of goodness in this material world, which is devoid of Krishna, is also tainted by mode of passion and ignorance. Because there is nothing called as pure goodness here. Pure goodness means that is Krishna. Shuddha Sattva means Krishna consciousness only. Uh, so that activity which is done to please Krishna only can be called as goodness in one sense. Otherwise it is still tainted. It is still Mishra in one sense. Thank you. So we'll stop here. Bhagavatam ki Actually, uh, I have to also mention that uh, there is a book written by His Holiness Purushottam Swami Maharaj. He's written a book called Maya. So whatever I spoke is actually from his book. So if you have not got that book, it's a good book, an interesting book. He's written a separate book on Maya. Maharaj says he actually reads his own book many times. So such is the complexity of this uh, this Maya Devi and Maya Shakti. So I just wanted to actually thank Maharaj for uh, giving me this opportunity to read from his book and talk from his book. Thank you very much. Grantarashimad Bhagavatam Kija Shila Prabhupada Ki Ananta Koti